Welcome to The Bond. The Bond is about forming deeper customer connections in marketing and sales. In snack-sized episodes, we'll help leaders realize their ambitions with greater customer relevance, authenticity, and capability. You'll gain insights about how to build deeper customer connections and grow in today's hyper-competitive markets. Welcome to the Bond, Stu. How are you? I'm really well, thanks, Im. How are you? I'm terrific, thanks. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. So we're back for part two of our SEO chat, and it's all about improving your SEO with technical recommendations this time. So in our last episode, we focused on understanding SEO. We talked about what it is, why it's an important part of any marketing strategy. And this week, we dive deeper into the finer details of SEO. But before we do, let's run through a quick refresher on SEO. So it's a strategy for improving your business's website rankings on Google. And we know that Google rewards content that is organized by topic and keyword clusters. And user experience is incredibly important when it comes to SEO. So we're talking about things like site stickiness has an impact on your SEO results. So done right, we know that SEO attracts more of the right people to your website and it builds your brand. And according to HubSpot, organic search traffic is considered the most consistent source of quality leads across all of the traffic channels available. And it can be up to seven times more likely to convert a visitor than the traffic source that you pay for. (laughs) So we know it's important. So Stu, what are the ingredients of effective SEO? Yes, it sure is important. And we we see this repeatedly that uh, organically driven traffic to uh, websites results in longer page read times, uh, more page views, and ultimately uh, higher propensity to turn into leads and into customers. So, you know, this stuff really matters. SEO is driven by two elements. One is content and the other one is technical optimization. If we think about content, it is what we're saying, how we're answering our users, our potential customers' uh, questions, answering what they're trying to solve in their uh, in making the search that they are and trying to you know, weave our story into uh, that, that response. Then the technical aspects are a combination of user experience and like an index. And it used to be that the technical things just really used to focus on the metadata and all that sort of back-end technical jargony stuff. In general, the customer experience is becoming much, much more important. We still need to tell Google through the metadata uh, what we're talking about, uh, but they don't won't just take our word for it. They they actually look at our written content, our videos, listen to our podcasts. They understand really what we're on about, and so ultimately, the user experience fed by our content and page speed and all the things that make a website experience really good are, are, are vital. We also use tools like HubSpot and SEMrush to help us to analyze and plan. Uh, our SEO approach. And at the end of the day, what we're really getting down to is relevance. We're saying we're we're matching a customer's search term or search query with a a relevant result. We're an authoritative source on this subject. 
So we touched on this a little bit last week, but it's worth recapping when talking about the content marketing side of things. So um, that comes down to researching, selecting and implementing your topics and keyword clusters. And they are made up of a combination of long and short tailed keywords that align with your product and service um, and your target audience and then regularly publishing relevant content that contains those keywords and also importantly internal links related to the content on your website and um, there are great tools um, to help you choose what those keywords are Um, hubspot has a terrific seo tool which not only visually maps out your topic and keyword cluster but it uses semrush data to help you choose the best keywords based on monthly search volume so it can show you real time what the monthly search volume is for any keyword and suggests others so it's fabulous We know that it's best practice to have no more than 100 keywords per topic and to include a mixture of broad and niche search terms. So broad search terms being more than 1,000 monthly visits and niche being under 100 visits a month um, for that particular term. And the theory is that it's easier to rank for the niche terms, but they're obviously not attracting as many visitors. And conversely, the higher volume keywords, those broad terms attract lots of people, but they tend to be more competitive. So you're less likely to rank number one persistently for those keywords. So once we've picked our topics um, and keywords and we've created our pillar pages and supporting content, it's now time to think about giving that content the best chance of success. And they're what we uh, deem these technical steps um, that we follow. So, Stu, what are the technical steps that we do to improve the organic search results of our clients? So we look at a few things. We look at uh, metadata and heading structures that offer Google a layer of uh, help, you know, to, to their bots to understand what we're talking about. Again, as I said before, it's a bit like an index. And secondly, uh, effort should focus on the performance aspects of the website, how quick it is, how well it's laid out. Um, how uh, well it performs uh, on on mobile. All of these things uh, are are essential uh, for user experience and uh, your search rankings. So if we focus on the website first, uh, Google prefers it when you create a clean website experience where all the hyperlinks make sense and they tell Google exactly what's going on. And, And not only Google, it makes it easy for people to navigate their way around your site. If Google isn't sure about what you're talking about, they assume that no one will understand it and therefore they'll mm-hmm. they'll rank you accordingly. As I said a second ago, make sure your content's mobile friendly. Um, mobile searches have now surpassed desktops in, in some categories, it's a dominating share of, uh, of search traffic. Uh, make sure your website's secure, uh, that uh, page uh, load speeds are under uh, five seconds, uh, Google understands that everyone hates slow speeds and will, you know, again, punish you accordingly. To do that, uh, page sizes should be, or the weight should be under uh, three megabytes. And one of the biggest influence on uh, load speeds is going to be images. So um, it's important to optimize the images for small size while retaining quality, and also to use those images in a way that really helps the user experience that don't just sort of add to uh, decoration. And finally, uh, redirects can make your site uh, a lot slower. So it's important to be careful and um, manage the number of redirects that you're that you have in the back end of your website. Terrific. That's so helpful, Stu. Um, so we get the website humming uh, and before we publish content that points to it. So now we've come to 
your actual content. So let's say a blog or a landing page, there are uh, 10 technical tips that we follow. um, And these are documented in a blog of ours that's titled SEO, 10 Simple Steps to Get Found Online with Google Search. So we'll talk through them now, but if you want to um, ever go back and refer to them, um, you can find them on our articles page on our website. So first of all, um, we use keywords in the page title. Uh, so the page title is the description of the web page that shows up at the top of the browser. And page titles are one of the most effective ways to indicate what the content is on any given page to Google. So we use our target keywords in that page title and we try and include them upfront in the page title and ensure that it's the entire title is less than 70 characters. Um, and these same rules apply to the URL, so the, the actual website page and um not only does it help we can normally just mirror the page title and and url yeah now we think about h1 tags so ensure that you have a single h1 tag that matches your page title because it just makes it easier for google and readers to understand your content so when you're formatting a website page you'll see paragraph h1 h2 h3 tags etc so it's not just a way of formatting text it's actually a way of communicating to google the hierarchy of content sure is now content length is also important so it's important to have more than 300 words to make sure that you've completely covered your topic because google deems anything less insufficient we avoid orphan content and by that we mean content that does not have any any internal links internal links are incredibly important because they help explain the relationship uh the semantic relationship between your content and your keywords across your site we want to be helping Um, people to take a nice journey through our website right exactly and um apple's a good example of this you know google would read the word apple and think is that the you know, tech company or is that the fruit? And so if it detects other words like, you know, sugar, fruit, oranges, it's pointing it in that direction. And if it, you know, detects iPhone and iPad, then it knows that it's the tech giant. Great example. We, uh, you mentioned the images before. So it's important that we use the alt text, which is essentially the descriptive copy about the images to not only add depth to the content, but to signal to Google, (laughs) uh, that it understands what the images are and how these are adding value to your page. The meta description is the explanation of, you know, simple summary of the page's content. It not only helps entice the user to click through. I always think about the metadata description as simply describing what this page is about. Exactly. And that's actually 155 characters or less (laughs) is um, is the target. And finally, if you have a form on your page, which we always recommend to boost conversions, um, it's worth considering actually how many form fields you have because that can affect you know, the bounce rate of your page. And when we're talking about a bounce rate, effectively what we're talking about is are um, users sticking to your page and going on to explore further content or are they hitting your page and then bouncing straight off? Exactly. So Google's looking at your uh, popularity and stickiness as a symbol of authority. Exactly. So that's a really good segue because that's the final subject that I want to talk with you about, uh, authority. So we know that Google takes notice of whether other people are vouching for our content. And that's especially true when other, other people are actually linking back to our content. And it's called a backlink. And we're focused on 
the right backlinks. And that is quality backlinks from really good websites that are also equally popular um, on that subject that we're focused on. And they do two really good things for our website. They drive traffic to our site and in turn, they can give us a boost in our rankings. Improving authority school make it a real difference to your website ranking and in turn your organic traffic. Backlinks, as Im said a second ago, are other people linking to your content. And so the best way to do this is just make great content that's referable by others. You know, if we've got a leading voice on something, other people will refer to us. And, and that is the, uh, the most efficient and organic way to uh, earn backlinks. And what happens with backlinks is that the authority of the referring website is effectively bestowed upon us. Uh, so not only does it feed the quantity of traffic that we're getting directly from those links, but also Google thinks that we're better because of it and will improve our search rankings uh, as a result. And so you can think about it like uh, also like PR, so encouraging partners to refer to parts of your content, for example. The, 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 the more sharing of uh, information between websites, the, the better the authority score will become for your site. Thank you, Stu. There are terrific tools that you can use to run a backlink audit. And, and not only can you see who's linking to you, but what's the quality of those um, those links themselves. And it allows you to then go through a bit of a disavow process and, and put them in a bucket where you say, no, I don't want them pointing to my website or you know acknowledge those that are pointing to you. Yeah, it, th- th- this is a key point. So there are websites out there that just aggregate clicks and they, they, they will see a page that's getting some content and they will try and interrupt the user journey of getting there. And we don't want them. It will punish our score. So therefore, we can uh, disavow them using a tool like uh, uh, Google Search Console. Amazing. So uh, to recap, uh, SEO is not set and forget. <laughs> it's a constant monitoring and optimization process to um, effectively increase our website traffic, our authority and our credibility. So we continuously work on it uh, in line with you know evolving search engine algorithm updates. And um, we stay up to date with best practice. So uh, remember to optimize your website and any content that you create for things like quick page load speed, mobile friendliness, low bounce rate, reputable backlinks, and all the while thinking, what are my target keywords and how can I interlink that with my pre-existing content? How can I be um, most relevant and have the maximum authority? Exactly. Relevance and authority. There are various online tools that you can use right now to help assess your website's SEO health, uh, including HubSpot's SEO tools and um, website graders. So if you decided that you need some help creating either an SEO strategy or you just like to have a chat, we would love for you to get in touch with us and, and we'd be more than happy to help you get started and point you in the right direction. Yeah, we sure would. Uh, I think it's important to add here that SEO is is not rocket science. It's actually you know, brutal logic. And uh, our aim always is to help people demystify that. It's a process that if you stick to rigorously, you analyze, you apply, you do something every month and you measure the result, you will always see improvement. It's not easy to do. There's work involved, but it's, uh, it's eminently possible for every company to improve their search engine performance. Well, thanks for chatting today as always, Stu. It's been great. It's always good to chat with you, Im. Thanks, thanks a lot. And thanks to all of our listeners on The Bond.
The Bond is brought to you by Point and Consulting. We're a marketing and sales consultancy based in Sydney, Australia. We help ambitious businesses to unlock customer value by transforming their marketing and sales from strategy to process, execution, and automation. We like to help good people do better.